0: Listening to the needy Podcast, presented by Dark Horse Tackle. Jason, how are you, my guy? How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing good.
1: What day? Happy is Friday, folks! It's
0: Friday. It, it is Friday. Friday.
1: We stumbled, we fumbled, we tripped, we we about fell on our face a couple of times this week, but uh, we did make it to Friday. So we came congratulations, yeah. all of you! Great job out of you. We, we did made it to Friday, and uh, now it's time to kick it on back.
0: Pat yourself on the back. We've got a banger of a guest with us today, local boy by the name of Jesse. He is one of our favorite small businesses, regardless of how nice his packaging is. Jesse from Blue Rock Tackle, how are you?
2: What's up, guys?
0: How are you? Doing great, man. Doing great. We're glad that the technical difficulties are gone.
2: <laughs> I know. We
0: can, we can hear you. We can see you. I can even smell you.
2: Oh, I don't know if you thing. want to do that. <laughs>
0: but jesse is one
1: of our favorites yes
2: he um, is oh uh, you the guys heck? are one of mine well
1: thank you well that that means a lot jesse that's thank a first you.
2: no you got you guys heck we've been we've been doing business for probably over a couple of years now haven't we it's
1: uh, been like two years for
0: sure two and a half years maybe yeah, i think did we start off with the um stupid tube
2: yeah it's, yeah i think so and um no you guys have done a lot of stuff i i try to there there's been a couple other subscriptions along the way so i kind of get it mixed up every now and again especially this time of year when things are going out the door a little bit faster but uh, that'll happen yeah you guys have done the i think the triple threats have been a good hit for you and Ten ninety nines and i know he did stupid twos i think he even did spinner baits once to be honest with you we haven't yet we
0: haven't oh, yet yeah, talked about yeah. it, okay, but we do want yeah. to. Um, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Speaking of your 1099, I was going to wait until about 50 minutes in, uh, but I'll, I guess I'll bring it up now. That 1099 jig, um, realistically, for a small bait maker like yourself, that 1099 jig is kind of a game changer for, like, small fishing business because a lot of times with your small bait makers um, – small American businesses, I should say. I, I don't want to say, like, you're a small bait maker, like, it's disrespectful, but... No, you're um, good. You know, that kind of manufacturing and that design, that doesn't come out very often from, you know, guys in your grouping. Um, I just want to know, like, how long did that take to design? You know, who had the idea? Like, what all went into that jig that you can tell us without giving away too many of those nah, treatments? Nah,
2: No, I'll, t- I'll tell you the whole... Um the whole story behind it um so uh there's a fellow named whitney stevens um good buddies with him now but um when this all started he came through our booth at the columbus fishing expo oh probably three or four years ago and i had no clue at that point but he's actually like fished a couple bassmaster classics he's like won a couple opens and stuff and um he got some triple threats and he like DM would me on Instagram, maybe a month after the expo. And, you know, just told me how, how much he liked them and this and that. And, uh, he actually asked me if I'd like to meet him over in Lancaster, which is, he's like from Chillicothe area. So, um, we met and he bought me dinner and he, he said, he said, Hey man, I'd, I'd really he just, he liked me, like, he liked how, you know, we just kind of hit it off, and he he wanted to create, like, a compact Ohio jig, so um, things kind of got thrown off there, because we was getting a ball rolling, and, and then COVID started, and um, I had just left my day job, like, th- things were, like, stressful there, because I, like, made the biggest decision of my life, like, two weeks before, like, the big mandates and shutdowns and all that but um that's a whole other story ended up coven ended up being we'll get into that um, yeah better for this but um anyways it took about a year to get around to it all and um man i i made a like a clay mold design of this little jig with this hook and sent it in and one thing about whitney i love him to death like good buddies now but man he's he's very particular so um, we back and forth and I, I would send it away and, um, get it put into lead and get it back. And then we finally got it somewhere close to where, um, we called it the Ohio jig forever because we, everybody in Ohio seems like, like bitsy bug style, like tiny jigs. We wanted to create a small jig like that, but with a really quality hook cause they catch fish. Um, so, um, we didn't really have a name for it. And, um, I had a pretty good season in the BFLs and, um, one of our field staff guys said, um, I should call it the 1099 cause he had, he had, I was filling one out or something at Lake Erie. And cause you're I, making too I, much money. <laughs> well, I, I had caught, I weighed in almost every fish I caught on that Sandusky BFL on that little jig. And that was before I was selling them. And I said something to Whitney kind of jokingly. And he's like, dude, I love it. He said, let's call it the 1099. So um, we just kind of rolled with it and made a couple other little adjustments with it, like with the weed guard and stuff. But, um, dude, it's been my my best-selling bait by far. I'll tell um, you.
1: So, Jesse, from a design aspect, how does that jig stand out different from – other jigs on the market what makes yeah. that jig special
2: i think what makes it special is um how how compact it is but how stout it is um i i probably can't say names but i've had a couple like top-notch professional anglers like you can called... say any names you no, want but i, I, we'll I tell really you can't. We don't know We've <laughs> i never can't heard of them Whatever. uh i i had to i had to make deep deep promises but that's fair <laughs> um they love the jig because you can you can boat flip you know four five six pounders on this tiny little jig because it's got that heavy heavy ass little two-aught hook in it um it's compact it it skips really well like um it's just got that small profile that gets more bites, but it's just super, super powerful. Like it, it's
0: very nice.
2: Yeah, it's it's good, and I'm not a brag. Like I don't want to sit here and brag on it, but it, it's an awesome little jig. It, it I'm really gonna do is. that
0: for you here in a second. So you I mean, <laughs> you go ahead and be modest all you want. I've used the jig. Um, when we first got them in, I was really excited to try them once the water kind of thawed out and I could do. Whatever, um, it skips very well. The head design is perfect for skipping. It's got a really um, like hydrodynamic head as well, where it, it falls. A big word, really Josh. yeah. It, it's that is a big it, word. It, uh, for those of you who don't know, it, it goes through the water really well when you're hopping. It. Um, but you're right, dude. The hook is what makes the jig. Um, the lighter weed guard definitely helps, but. The hook makes the jig. I've beat fish. I've beat on fish. I've thrown it on straight braid, fluorocarbon, braid to fluoroliter, um, spinning gear, baitcasting gear, and you you cannot tell a difference each and every time. Like If I was to take an actual flipping jig and throw that on my seven foot one medium extra fast spinning rod, it's going to feel weird. But this jig doesn't feel weird because it doesn't take up too much space in the water where your normal big jigs do but it's still a jig it, at the okay, end of the day okay josh it's still a that's jig.
1: enough this is not a fishing podcast <laughs> and, and you're, you're right. getting you're getting pretty heavy into fishing right. right now but i know i know you just you got to settle down
0: i'm there. excited man i'm going fishing tomorrow and i'm i'm actually oh gonna, man i'm bringing the 1099s i'm going to Indian tomorrow
2: nice so nice. I'm, I'm a
0: little excited
2: heck yeah man i wish i could i've got i'm in the middle of this freaking house renovation and we're on kind of a time crunch and my fishing has been very uh few and far between this spring but starting about may 1st i'm gonna get after it hard i did sneak the dale hollow a couple weeks ago and uh really kind of put the 1099 to the test on there i i, I got them going on on one of our spinner baits too though i couldn't really put it down but i don't um, have it. yeah but it happens but yeah it, it's it's a good little jig and not to beat a beat a dead horse but we've got more plans for it um i've actually got a prototype of uh i think a 9 sixteenths ths with a little bigger hook just a little heavier it's one a big old and, uh, big old head. Yeah. And, uh, we're going to probably design, uh, kind of a spinoff of it with, uh, maybe a little, maybe a vertical line tie with, with maybe even a little heavier weight for like, uh, pitching and foil and stuff. Um, when I was at the Potomac last fall, I, the seven falls good, but, um, I, I just wanted a little faster fall on some of that grass and I, i think they'll catch fish like that's pretty a lot of guys like to pitch a jig and that foil and stuff so we're it's just one things when you're when you're smaller like me you've got to add like it, it costs money to have these prototypes made and you got to kind of add in moderation and um i, I wish i would have had like thousands of dollars to start my business with and could just add stuff at will but um, we're just kind of slow and steady growing here. What which, which is good, it matches my personality and um it it hasn't like stressed me out to the point I haven't been able to keep up with it. But, um
1: So Jesse, you had mentioned a little bit about starting your business and I was just curious when did you start your business and what was the reason for it? What what was the whole thought behind starting Blue Rock?
2: Um, I think it's always a hobby at the beginning. Um you know, I'm in my mid thirties now, but when I, I really think like when I kind of, like I always messed around with, you know, like I had like a couple molds, like when I was 20 or whatever, but when we had our first kid, um, about 10 years ago, I just, you know, when you have a little one, you kind of find yourself sitting around the house sometimes like with not much to do. And you're kind of tied to the house when they're a certain age. And um, I just started tinkering more with, you know, creating little custom like the triple threat. That's when that whole thing evolved and used it for a couple of years. And um, then I then I realized one year, like I started selling some stuff to buddies and. Um, it, there there's a point in time there when i was probably you know, it's probably six seven years ago i ran into a guy that asked me if i'd ever thought about building a website and um i think he built me like a little our first little website for like 300 bucks worth of tackle or something and it it, it wasn't like killing it but it kind of opened my eyes to the to the power of the internet and um You know, my family's full of entrepreneurs, so I just kind of a lot more successful ones than I than I am. Like, I'm just just getting started really, hopefully. But um, we're just optimistic. And, you know, I, I firmly believe it doesn't matter if it's fishing baits or laying shingles or driving dump trucks. Like if you're if you're passionate about anything and treat your customers kindly, your business is going to grow. Yeah, that's
0: I mean, that's one thing where like,
2: you guys Jason, are an example.
0: Yeah, we're we're Jason. Thank you. We're Jason and I lack with like, you know, maybe a business knowledge or a business model or just anything where you're, you know, your typical guy would be like, well, you don't have this. You don't have that. Well, we do have, you know, not to quote the rock in that one TikTok song, but we have, you know, we have drive. We have passion. We have knowledge. We, we, we you know- forgot power you're right. We, do have power. we, we know what we want. We know what we want to see. We know what we want out of the company. And obviously fishing is what got us into this business in the first place. Um, and you know, if I just feel like if Jason and I can go out all over Ohio and catch fish on every single bait that comes in our box, you should be able to do that throughout all the parts of the country. And I that, mean, for
1: the love of God, we live in Ohio.
0: Yeah, like
1: bottom four state in the entire country for yeah. bass fish out. Of minus
2: there. Erie,
0: minus Erie, and the AEP properties. That's yeah. about
2: it. Yeah, which those are in my back door down
0: here. You guys know that, but if you um, can catch fish here
1: on the baits that we provide you, you can catch fish on the baits we provide you anywhere else in the country.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Even in Canada
1: and Mexico, those guys are out there proving
0: it too. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Um, so, when you started your business, what were like the baits that you were making when Blue Rock was in its first year? Like, what were you? What were you um, producing mainly?
2: You know, some of the stuff. Uh, y- you know, mainly just do it mold stuff, um, which you know I still sell a few things that are you know based on a do it mold. Um, but I just sell them because they're wire tied or this or that. Like they're just, you know, people have kind of kind of like them. Yeah, but a difference. um, when I first started, man, I was just selling spinner baits and um, something that looked kind of similar to the triple threat, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a Ned head. It was just on a regular. It was just kind of like a little puffy jig and um then I started, you know, making some stupid tubes and shaky heads and, um, now I don't even know how many products I have. It's kind of out of hand really, but, um, uh, it, it's, as it grows, you have to learn, like, um, you have to learn that if your business is going to grow, like at some point you're going to have to find some resources, like, like my buddy Jason who who built the website we've become really good friends and like he's helped me on the website side like get everything set up like I'm an idiot when it comes to that stuff so I kind of just tell him what I vision like I have I have good ideas but I can't you know I can't put them in play without yeah. someone um so We get that. Uh, yeah. But just you know man I sold, if, if someone wanted something and it was enough to, to pay for the mold, I'd buy mold and, you know, I'd eat that first order and then I'd start selling them. And, um, it just kind of grew to the point. And then I had like 50 molds and now I do spin cast, um, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Oh, yeah. Um, but at some point, you know, you have to make a decision, because uh, there's a ceiling with the open close molds, like you're only going to get so big and you're only going to make so much, you know, efficiency. And um, you, you start stringing your time out, especially when you have a family and everything. So uh, I bet the bullet and spent, spent a few thousand bucks on that stuff. And um, it's it's been a good investment, really. Uh, you, you know, you can pump things out dozens compared to just a few at a time with the open closed molds but it's a whole other learning curve man a lot of wasted money and time learning all that process too
1: so jesse what was your job what was your day job before you started blue rock
2: um well let's see i when i when i first started feeling like blue rock had a chance i i was a water operator um at a water department i had a class two water treatment license kind of a miserable job getting called out fixing leaks all the time and stuff and uh, i just kept it in the back of my head and and things started getting busier like i'd find myself up in the shop till nine ten o'clock at night this time of year and um kids and you know it started wearing on me a little bit so Um, I actually left there and, um, I went, I I went to ODOT from there just as a highway technician and, um, thought it would be better just because you get more time off and stuff there, but the business kept growing and it it really like kind of had me right back to that same point where I was really stressed out. So, um, I just kept focusing on getting, getting things, you know, getting the cars paid off and kind of trying to just. Get rid of the bills to where, like, this would be, you know, less stressful if I did it. And then, you know, my wife, she, she gave me the go ahead and she's got sick of me stressing out about it. She's like, I know you'll make ends meet. Just do it. And um, if it doesn't work, you know, you can go back to work someday. So uh, we're a couple years into that now and, and things are going good. So um, I'm happier than ever. Like, it, it's nice waking up and, um, scheduling your day the way you want to schedule it. Like, you know, uh, uh, it, it wasn't easy. A lot of sacrifice and still is, um, you know, everybody thinks you're, you're rich if you have a small mm-hmm. business, but, uh, um, the money is the business's money. It's not, you know, it's not your money, especially if you want it to last long term. You don't yep, have a helicopter so. yet? No, I might just give you ours,
1: Jesse Yeah, we haven't been using it in a (laughs) while
2: No, still saving up Still saving up Those things grow on
0: trees, man They do When you're a giant business like Dark Horse Tackle Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you told (laughs) me You just said you have a spin cast machine So you're probably not in the small business echelon anymore Um, I, I would assume with that spin cast machine You probably have about 250 operators and and quite possibly a multi-million dollar salary to expense on them
2: just to pour out those
0: 1099 jigs it's
2: because you're so rich and famous yeah Um, if you knew what what i paid myself a month you would laugh at me oh (laughs) you you would laugh at us too because it's nothing so i mean it's just that that's it though man like you know once you invest in your dream like the money doesn't matter. Like if it, if it's a few extra bucks that can help grow the business, like I don't think twice about it. Like I'll just, you know, I'll just make do with what I need. And, uh, it's weird. It's weird when you like, you let go of that day job, like, cause you stress out about money, money, money. Um, but I don't know, like money's important. It makes life easier, but, um, it's just it's not everything in life you know maybe
0: maybe we could convince jason to quit his job on this podcast no
2: don't quit your job
0: don't Don't, quit my job don't quit quit your job yeah you quit your job mr mr billionaire mr (laughs)
1: mr jesse french there's
2: no uh there's there's no Shame and and having another side hustle either. I mean, that's it.
1: I'm calling my boss. I'm
2: calling him right no, now. Don't do this it. This is it. That's right. Don't do it. I, I, I like the side hustle. I like those TikToks where you you see someone said they want a Tuesday night fifteen bait tournament and they're they're calling <laughs> her, calling their boss. Queen. <laughs> hey, bud, I want
0: 150 bucks by so just throwing a stick yeah, for a few hours. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, sucks to suck speaking of speaking of stickworms man um i've never tried yours i do plan on buying i'm going to do like a stickworm olympics with myself um, from all small businesses and just go out and throw 5 inch stickworms until my go. eyes bleed
2: but there you go
0: what's your what is your favorite product to throw not your favorite product that you make your favorite product that you make that,
2: to throw not <sighs> not but the I, one you like looking at the most that i make uh, yep. I'm, I'm a i'm a tackle junkie anyway so, so I, am i uh, you know and i get that question a time like do you only use your stuff i'm like hell no like i'm a tournament fisherman i'm only to use what they're baiting. like i don't make crankbaits and things like that but um you know man it it's probably become the 1099 really but um i i I'm a river rat. Like, I live on a little river down here called the Muskingum, and I, I think a little river. What are you talking Little about?
1: river called the Muskingum. You mean the river that runs right into the Ohio River?
0: The
2: chocolate milk factory down there? Yeah. It, it's a little river. A I mean, catfish. in the big scheme of things, you can hit a golf ball across it, so it's not that big.
1: There's some big old catfish in that river. But
2: dude, there's giant flatheads in the Muskingum. We've, we've caught some freaking. We, well we caught a 50 one night that's the biggest Jesus. we ever caught but uh that was a that's a lot of beard beards go but yeah we, now, now we all now me and my buddies all have kids you can't just go sit on the riverbank till four in the morning every night like we used to but um yeah it's uh i, I throw a little spinnerbait a ton like our little sexy shad color uh just the willow color auto quarter ounce um that bait is always like if there's a little wind blowing like it's going to be getting thrown around it just seems to get bit um but I, I mix it up pretty good i i try not to make things that i don't think would work like i don't yeah like you'll notice most of my jigs Like i don't have a bunch of weird gimmicky colors or no you have everyth- great
0: colors man
2: everything's try, try to stay pretty natural and that
0: i'll tell you real quick um when jason was like what colors do you want i was on your website and i'm like all of them and he's <laughs> like you just want like an assortment that's actually what kind of got us started on um like we do that a lot now like basically like hey whatever colors you offer and that all started with blue rock because like we we're looking at the 1099s and i'm like well, shoot, he's got black, he's got black and blue, he's got green pumpkin and black and blue, he's got green pumpkin and black. I'm like, those four alone are going to get it done throughout the entire country. Yeah. Let's just order it all. Yeah, yeah.
1: we used to, before working with you, Jesse, we used to put, just pick one particular color of bait yeah. and be like, yeah, we'll just do those. Uh, then you, when we worked with you for the 1099 jigs, we're like, man, we're just going to take every single bait that every single bait maker makes. Yep, Get because your people if to it's work. it's a good-looking... If it's a good looking color and we think it's going to work, we want it.
2: Yeah, well, and uh, from a manufacturing standpoint, it's that is a lot more convenient for for a guy like me because you know you don't you don't just wipe out five hundred green pumpkin jigs and yeah. out, like if it's like you know fifty of eight different colors or something like um, it doesn't just you know wipe something out so i don't have to get right back to stocking everything back up but um this time of year it's it gets hard to keep up anyways but uh it's just a little like i don't you know i'm not big enough to have like full-time employees i have a couple part-time helpers that they more just package and stuff um but as far as like building the baits, I still do most of it. I'm just, just, I can't let go of it for whatever reason, but some, control. yeah, but at some point, if, if you're going to scale up, you, you got to just start trusting people and, um, but we're, we're still doing all right how we're doing it for now. But um, I just, I hope it keeps growing and I got to figure all that stuff out. Like I've had to figure everything else out. I,
0: I want to know out of curiosity, I mean, and I want you to be honest with me too. Like, so when we put the triple threat jig in there and when we put the ten ninety nine jig in there, did you notice an uptick of like sales by chance with, with any like dark horse customers that you
2: know of? Yeah. Um, I, and I notice a lot of, um, which you guys probably see a lot of them too, but I get a lot of new followers too, like through social media and um I, you know we should make a way to track that like i should send a card or something yeah, like, like a discount code where if they come and reorder i could know that they came from you guys or um because because that'd be easy to plug into the website but absolutely i i think we've had some some return customers uh from the subscription boxes absolutely
0: you want to fire you want to fire up a, a promo code right now to see who's listening to this podcast
2: yeah let's just give them a like a dark horse like a 10 percent off i'll, dark I'll make, ten. Oh yeah i'll make it tonight and works uh, for me and then if they reorder they can get 10 percent off save you some tax and some shipping
0: depending on how much you spend so if you're listening people if you have been paying attention the 1099 jig is the truth. It is the deal. It is a very similar jig, and I told Jason this, very similar to the same jig my grandpa used to make. He used to make a very small two-watt hook archie style jig, and it was always a quarter ounce or three-sixteenths even. Um, it, was, it was straight flat rubber, though, like that old-school yeah. living rubber. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the silicone, the way you do your jigs, the silicone is just fine. But seriously, people, you can put any trailer you want on this jig. You can even put swim baits on the back of it and make a little swim jig. So, So that is Dark
1: Horse 10. 10. A Blue Rock. Is that Blue Rock Custom Tackle.com? It's just
2: Blue Rock Tackle.com. You know what this deserves? This deserves.
1: What is it, Josh?
2: This
0: deserves a beer. Uh oh. Uh Uh oh. It's not working. It's not working. Oh, I got it now. I got it. That's what it deserves. There you go. It's Dark Horse Ten, everybody. Let's go, baby. But,
1: <laughs> but yeah, believe it, believe it or not, Jesse. All jokes aside, like that's the reason why we do what we do, is just to promote the small businesses that are in America, and generate sales for them, uh, create new followers, create new customers, uh, just to expand their sales platform, and try to elevate these small businesses that we work with. Because at the end of the day, Josh and I still, to this date, have not paid each other out of the company, not a dime, mm-hmm. not once. And that's okay, because we know that the system's working. We know that all the small businesses are succeeding uh, with our platform, and we know that what we're doing is the right thing to
2: do. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, how old are you guys, though? 30 not- I mean, no, the business itself. The
1: business has been in business for two years, three years.
2: Okay, you're doing great. See, I mean, I've I've been legal for, I think this is going into my sixth year, and I'm just starting to, like, you know, turn a little profit over. Like, because with growth is, you know, more expenses. Like, and it takes a long time to, like, get those spin cast machines and get – packaging and you know all that stuff's a lot of upfront costs until finally you have have it all sitting here enough to where you can skim a little bit off the top so yeah you guys are doing fine just the biggest thing is just stay patient because um it'll come like it it just it happens in moderation and, and you don't know it notice it because you're so busy all the time um but when i step back and look like compared to like what i did in year two to what i've done now i'm just like damn like it it has grown because you hear everybody telling you that all the time like oh you're killing it you're killing it. but you never really feel that way and i'm sure you guys feel the same way right. um it Honestly. almost just feels like you're treading water um, see the reason
1: why we feel like we're killing it is because the small businesses that we work with do they do notice um an uptick in sales or followers or whatever that that gives us the reassurance that we need.
2: Yeah, what what inspired you guys to get started? Just let me turn the table. Honestly, on. dude,
1: for me, like we talked about before we started, I grew up in Perry County. Uh, yeah. Actually, before that, I grew up in uh, Columbus in a very rough area, rough neighborhood, rough upbringing. We're not going to get into it because at this point, I'm just beating a dead horse.
0: The only reason, <laughs> the only reason I
1: even. The only reason I even talk about it <laughs> is because I just want people to know, like, it doesn't matter where you are yeah. or where you came from. Yeah. If, you have, if you have a dream, you can make it
0: happen.
2: Yeah, man. That, it, it gets 100%. old. 100%. It
0: gets but, old being told no all the time. And you're like, you know what, dude? I'm just, I'm just going to put myself in power. And then the only person that will tell me no is either my buddy or myself. Yeah. Right. Josh and yeah. I tell each other no all the time, too. We're like, nah. Uh-uh. Well,
2: that's good. Like, because, you know, partnerships are tough and you have to be able to sit your ego aside and um, make decisions together. And you guys obviously have that figured out, which um, props to you. Well, I mean, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, you know it's never it's if, if you've got a partnership that works like that's the strongest bit like two is better than one two minds are better than one like you don't know how many times like i wish i had someone i could trust to like bounce ideas off of but um sadly you can't sometimes because yeah. uh you know there there's there's people out there that they don't want you to succeed out of jealousy or, you know, or just whatever. Like they, they see a guy like me. That's kind of like, you know, well, they think you're making a bunch of money and living your dream and all that, which I am in ways, but um, all that
0: nice packaging. That's right. That's what it is, dude. I'm telling you, put it in a paper bag.
2: We know what
0: you mean, Jesse. Yeah, Yeah, Kill kill
2: them with kindness, man. Like if, if you treat everyone good, uh, you know, what's the worst they can say about you? That, well, that,
0: that's, sometimes it's hard, though, because, you know,
2: yeah.
0: sometimes when when people defame, you know, I
2: don't. Oh, I, yeah. There's I nothing wrong with standing up for yourself. I'm not okay. saying that. OK, I
0: like that. And, you know, it, it it gets weird when, like, you see these people who are on YouTube and they're they're clearly being put on to something to tell somebody how great their product is. And oh, then yeah. Ask, Bash your product pretty purposefully. And then they just lie the whole time. Like yeah. we're, you know, they're all oh, well, this company is just such a big company. Dude, what a business, a business, what even if you have a brick and mortar store, like if Blue Rock Tackle, I mean, you do have a brick and mortar, you have your house. That's still a yeah. small business. I yeah. don't know what people don't understand. The concept of small business doesn't matter. If, if you have a store or if you have a production center, if everything's being made in a proprietary way at home and you're not, you know, you're, you've got like yourself and your, your payroll's not even, I don't think payroll matters that much, to be honest. Like no. if you were making 15 million a year on your baits, you're still a small business. Well, yeah. according to the IRS.gov. Oh yes. Yes, have- Jason
1: consensus uh what is it consensus.com or whatever if you Hmm. go to that website which is a government owned and ran website because they're always right oh they're always right (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) love you Joe. not that was a total joke um anyways
2: (laughs) yeah that that's another thing uh you know if any youngsters are listening to this and you know they want to make tackle or, or start a tackle company um definitely get legal um because like i i didn't know that tackle even had an excise tax until maybe like yeah. year, year two of business like I, I was talking to a guy at an expo and um, thankfully like I guess I just learned about it through conversation so I applied and everything and like I had an agent like contact me and audit my business and um I had to pay back some money just like Uh-oh. he was cool and everything but he's like yeah so uh you, you know you got it all figured out here yada yada and then like at the end of this email he's like and I see you've been in business um, you know for like you know 21 months or something so we're gonna have to talk about remitting those taxes for that time too but he was also appreciative I was like being proactive on getting legal um but yeah man they they don't mess around like they got their money (laughs) but the sad thing about all that was like the dude couldn't even tell me like you know what the excise tax goes to like I was hoping he'd be able to tell me like fish stocking national programs or something like that, but they just want your money. That's all, yeah. it, you know, that's just what it comes down to. So trying to um, keep the
1: small businesses down.
2: Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that theory. Like, uh, you know, cause, cause the small businesses are the ones that can, you know, hide the most money really by staying under the radar. And the huge companies have to be legal. And, uh, I think they, Try to keep the small ones down. Purposely. They just move
0: money in other ways. Those big I think ones. they try
1: to yeah. keep. I think they try to keep people down uh, intentionally. Like that's why none of this stuff is talked about or taught in school. Um, instead, we're talked about Martin Luther Martin Luther's yeah. hair, his hair, and what he put in it. Yeah, um,
0: which, <laughs> which is now. cool because listening to a jason white conspiracy podcast
2: (laughs) oh don't get me started on conspiracy (laughs) theories we'll we'll turn this into a jay rogan right now all right well that stuff
1: (laughs) that stuff has got to be taught in school man because there's a lot of stuff in there um just you know about how to start a business how to run a business how to how to balance a checkbook how to how to file taxes and how to actually get help with your business? Like none of that stuff is talked about because
0: at the yeah. end of the day, they don't want you creating businesses. You got to pay for because, that kind of stuff. That kind yeah. of knowledge. No. Yeah, I think they have a school for it, Jason. I think it's called business school.
2: Yeah, but, you got to pay for that too. But I, we, we ain't going to no business school, fellas. We're nah. just gonna we're just gonna do it. We're gonna wing I, it. Here's my well, I said I've been out of school going on twenty years, and no, one, still no one's asked me how to kill a mockingbird. So. How yeah. do you kill <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know, uh, but they made me read that book. <laughs> yeah, I have
0: not been asked one single question about the Civil Revolutionary War or Pythagorean's Theorem, and I don't yeah, know yeah. anything about math. I know how to count, yeah. like that's about it. And and half the time, I can't really do that.
2: Yeah, that's dude. That's that's weird. My wife's a school teacher, so we she's a math teacher. We have these back and forth, but so
0: you know how to count.
2: Yeah, I actually did use a little bit of algebra when I worked in in water business. But uh, other than that, you know, man, like, I'm with you 100%. These, these schools should teach you how to balance a checkbook and what taxes, how to, you know, just everything. Like, how
1: they don't even
0: teach you how to make dinner anymore.
2: No, it's, nope. it's weird, man. I,
0: I learned how to make smoothies in seventh grade, and guess what I ate for, like... <laughs> Six months straight, dude. I I told my mom, I'm like, get frozen berries, and and then you get yogurt, and you get some ice, you get like a banana, and I'm like, that's all you need. That's it. And then you just <laughs> put it in a blender, and you can have you can have it whenever you want. And I'm I'm just 13 <laughs> years old, ecstatic as heck because now I can, you know, I'm I'm a self sufficient man. If I want to eat berry banana smoothies for the rest of my life, I can do that. You should there probably, you do that, Josh. Probably I'm on be. that program. Right now, probably be
1: healthier than that other crap you've been shoving down your gullet.
0: That's the secret to my weight loss.
2: Okay, you gotta get me that secret. I gotta get Operation Chisel going here.
0: Operation Chisel, I'll tell you. Yeah. Berry frozen berry smoothies with ice, plain yogurt, and a banana, and you're gonna look like Hercules. Uh I don't know. Let me get a good look at you at eh, three months.
2: Three months. I'll all give right. it,
0: We'll give it three months. Any. I think two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. Ooh.
2: Good. I'll, I'll, think be, I'll, be, I'll be looking good for prime fishing. Prime get get on the last right. leg of the year. You can nice. do uh
0: like a Matt Robertson thing and like do cutoffs and <laughs> you know, I dude, I'm telling you what, that guy are you familiar with that guy? Oh yeah. Holy oh, smokes. Yeah. I okay. if if there's a guy that I could get on the podcast right now, it'd be Matt Robertson. Yeah. Call him up. That guy. Yeah, you have his number, Jesse?
2: I don't. I don't have his number. See, that was
0: a test, and you passed, because I was trying to see if that was one of the pros. No. No, no, it wasn't.
2: It wasn't. I I have acquired some pretty notable phone numbers over the past couple years. Um, I try not to bug them, just because, like, you don't want to be that guy. Oh, I'm but...
0: sure there's people just like, hey man, you want some baits?
2: Hey man, you want some baits? <laughs> yeah, it's dude, it's been cool. I've I met uh, one of the coolest people I met this year was Shoal Grigsby. We ended up me dude. and my wife went to dinner with him and everything, and uh, you know, he dude, he is exactly the guy that he it like he's. Tells funny stories and laughs, and he's like the corniest, just Um, kind-hearted. Just a great dude, man. We're actually going to try to go down and go fishing with him and shoot some wild hogs on his farm. Maybe next winter. I don't if know. If you want to What's...
0: borrow a helicopter to shoot those hogs out of,
2: <laughs> he he said he just pulls there in his driveway and shoots them right out of his car one day. There's so
0: many. <laughs> just roll that window down, boy. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Just crank right. it on down. That's right. Sounds
2: fun. Dude, yeah, I,
0: I love meeting with those people, man. Um, yeah, my so my dad is a he's a manager at a boat dealership, so they oh, now nice. sell they sell Vexis, and um. They were one of the biggest Ranger dealers, not only in the state, but like in the country. And a lot of the guys, when Vexus came into play, a lot of the guys from Ranger, once the Bass Pro Shop thing happened, they went to Vexus. So I went to dinner with all those guys. Nice. And man, the stories that these guys have from these old pros, like, Sean yeah. Grigsby's an old pro. Like, I'll bet that guy's got some freaking stories. Oh, man. yeah.
2: Yeah. That he, guy. Is- he just tells good stories, period. I mean, we you talk more about family and your personal life than like you, you get those expos, you know, you're getting fish and shoved down your throat for yeah. 12 hours a day and you, you don't really talk a ton about it, but, um, just a good dude, family man. You can tell he's just, just a great guy. Just a great guy.
0: Yeah. Who's, so. who's uh who's one of your bucket list
2: guys to go fishing with? Oh man. You know, I think Zona would be fun. He's not a he's not a big pro, but he We're on be... that page. Yeah, well, that
1: that is my dream to fish with Mark Zona.
2: Yeah. Well, hopefully he'll hopefully he'll come across this podcast. I've always been a big fan. Um but just, you know, bucket list. Oh, it it'd be a big bucket. I mean, any, any of the any of the big ones that Rick Clun seems like he'd be an interesting guy to, to hop yeah. in a boat with. I've had a conversation with him and just kind of blew my mind in the, the few minutes we talked, but it's
0: kind of intimidating. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. I, I lean more to, I'm kind of an old soul dude. So I, I lean more towards like some of like the OG guys, like Shaw and older, you know, yeah. like. Um, but I think it'd be awesome just to hop in a, like even like a guy like bill dance you hear he's one of the nicest guys in the world and um it'd be cool just to, like he just reminds me of my grandpa it'd, it'd yeah feel the same as um i just like listening to older guys talk listening to stories from you know different times they got
0: some info and they definitely have some stories what's that jason
1: right this t- you gotta fuck marry and kill who are, you, who are you who are you picking you got roland martin bill dance and
2: Kevin Van Dam, let's go. Oh, God. I mean, I wish they could be women. Um, <laughs> not, not me. This is my dream forces. So. oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, uh, you know, I'd probably like to marry KVD. Um, I, I probably wouldn't want to bang any of them. <laughs> who, who was the other two Roland Martin? Alright, here. Let's was, change it. I like Let's Scott, but i I'd Roland would probably bite the dust.
1: You gotta eat dinner with them every night. Not not F. Eat dinner with them every night.
2: Uh, okay. Okay. Who was well, the other one besides Roland?
1: So it was Bill Dance, Roland Martin, and KB. I'd
2: I'd eat dinner with Bill Dance every night. I've heard I've heard way too many awesome things about how how genuinely kind he is to everybody. Yep.
0: I, All right. Same answer for me, Roland. You're dead. CEO, no. I don't care about your tornado lure. I don't care about your son. <laughs> I don't care about any of that crap you're promoting. Mega Strike was a great scent, but they changed the formula, and I'm blaming it on you, Buckaroo. Bring back OG Mega Strike. <laughs> All
1: right. So then you're going to eat dinner every night with Bill Dance?
0: I'm eating dinner with Bill Dance yeah, every same single night.
2: Same right. here. Do you,
0: I wonder if he uh, has fake teeth.
2: Oh, he's got to. Hmm.
1: At this point, for sure, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's just a given. I'm he not going right, to know Jesse. where I was going. So anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> favorite fishing snack, Jesse. What's your favorite fishing snack?
2: Oh my god. It depends. If it's a rough day, I'll devour some stuff. Um, I'll tell you what, man. I usually have a freezer full of snacks st- like deer snack sticks and I'll throw I'll throw a package in about every tournament and um I'll I'll pound on some deer meat while I'm out there at this kind of in between or, you know, idling. It's just an easy little easy little deal to the hammer down on there
0: i haven't it i like it that it's
1: such a good it's such a good little tree.
2: yeah
0: i yeah, haven't had me a new snack at all i haven't had i mean shoot i went fishing i don't know almost every day this week and i haven't eaten any snacks oh i'm slipping up man i mean i'm jealous
2: hot. dude you, you fished every day this week i <sighs> fish
0: all the time um i uh i got I, awesome. i'll tell you about me i got I was where you were at. I got way too stressed out with my job um, and I, I was not able to do by the time I got off my off work. I just, I didn't have the capacity to do anything remotely related to dark horse tackle. And, you know, it's, it's slowly, you know, just trying to figure out ways how I can invest my time, not having that job and then just getting right into dark horse tackle stuff. You know, that's – you know, it's it's still going to be a bit of a grind to do. But, you know, like you said, just being patient with it and, you know, making sure we don't go bankrupt and things like that. That will help us out a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, you'll be all right.
0: Don't go bankrupt. We did we almost bankrupt. bankrupt the company.
1: We almost did bankrupt the company yeah. by uh, buying chicken wings, though. You so.
0: almost uh... – <laughs>
2: You ever almost <laughs> bankrupted Blue Rock tackle, tackle? Oh, yeah, man. There was a time uh, and this is expo just, season, am I right? <laughs> yeah, that gets expensive if you have a bunch of people like helping you out cuz you you know, you usually go buy everybody dinner every night and um I'll it's do it for free. it's <laughs> it, it gets pricey, but it's it's worth the good time. But um man in those early years buddy it was it was tight like it was flying by the seat of my pants for a while i mean i've got a little bit of money in the bank to play with now but um i i remember at one point there i had to like borrow 500 bucks from my daughter's savings account like six or seven years ago just to order skirt material or something like when it's real slow there in like october november like everybody kind of turns towards hunting and and he had to order materials for the upcoming spring um but yeah i got her paid but i, I think i even paid her some interest back on it so boy yeah, uh, yeah that's out of the year right there <laughs> of the year. yeah i got no shame in it uh i wish i wish i would have had somebody to you know give me twenty thousand bucks like a grandpa or something to start a yeah. business with but i've done it hundred percent started from scratch. I sold a boat. I sold my first boat for maybe like 3000 bucks. I think I might've took like 1500 of that and, you know, put it in the business and tons of other personal money I've put in over the years, but it's finally to the point where it's kind of taken care of itself in that manner. But, and yours will too. It just, it just takes a few years. Yeah. So it's just, it is what it is,
0: yeah, I mean you gotta keep it afloated, <laughs> if, yeah, you know if you need skirting material, you need skirting material,
2: yeah, Jesse, uh, my
0: last question for you
1: is, have you ever experienced a time like especially probably in your early in your early stages where you're like, man, this just isn't gonna work, and then you're like at that crossroads of should I quit, should I keep going, and then what made you keep going,
2: yeah, um. You know, that, that happens a lot when you're, when you're still working and, um, the family, like I've got a couple little girls and you're trying to balance all that. Um, so I thought of just selling it all several times when i get strung out and busy or it, it's never really been because things have gotten slow. Um, it's usually because, you know, it it gets busy and flurries and you're you're almost like, especially when you're young and still not making a ton of money. Uh, you're almost just like, is it even worth it? Um, but little things happen, man, that just motivate you. Um, you know, you'll run across someone that just, um, you know, you, you might, you might've touched in some way or you, you know, I, I meet people like I met a guy, um, his name's Donnie. He lost his son to cancer a few years back. And, um, we put on a, a tournament and help him out. It's called bass for Braden up at mosquito every year and, um, help raise money, you know, because it helps him like deal with that. Yeah. And those little things like put like this underlying pressure on you. Like, I uh, got to keep going, you know, like not just for me, just, um, there's a lot of different people going through a lot of screwed up shit. And just by treating people good, like, um, you know, you make friends and you realize like, it's just a fishing bait at the end of the day, but fishing is so much more for so many people. Like, and you know, man, it's like therapy when you're out there. So, um, that's been the thing that's never let me give up. Like, I'm not stopping now. Like it doesn't cross my mind now, but um, in those times, uh, those are the things that kept me going. Like, and 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 when little things like that happen, it's like a door opens. Like it's supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Like it's just like a little sign to keep going.
1: Absolutely,
2: so, man. I know so exactly I'm, what you mean. I'm a firm believer in like law of attraction and you know people coming into your life for certain reasons and things happen in certain ways for certain reasons and um i just you know go with the flow i mean you guys know by now i'm pretty laid back dude so i just kind of roll with the punches and um you know i, I don't judge any fishermen for the type of fishermen they are and fly fishermen. I'm a little in, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, a lot of these, uh, a, sorry, I swallowed some chew there. <laughs> a lot oh, of these, man. um, you know, anybody, any, these guys at AEP, you know, they go out there and fish for giant bass in the ponds and tournament guys or whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, um, they're all friends and customers to me. So, um i do feel like some of these bigger bass series can get a little clicky um but you know i I try to stay away from that and i felt it last year like i jumped into bfls for the first time and uh, a lot of those guys are you know a little snobby at first or whatever but you start having a little bit of success and you find yourself with a few new buddies that you never had at the beginning of the year um but it's just kind of one of them things you gotta jump in there and earn a little respect, I guess. But
0: now you um, mentioned um how, you know, regardless of what they're doing when they're fishing, they're still your customers. Yeah. And and, and that's how, you know, that's kind of how we operate. but Yeah. That's that's what we design our box for. Every single fisherman. You can fish tournaments with this box. You can go to a pond and fish out of this box. You have the potential to catch fish out of every single bait in this box in one city. Yeah. I've done it multiple times. It's, you know, that's, that's our job. If I, if myself or Jason are trying to put a product together, put a box together, and I'm sure you're the same way. And we aren't very confident in the fish catching ability of what we're putting in the box. What's the point of selling it?
2: Yeah. hundred percent, a hundred percent.
0: We get to that point where we're like, well, you know
1: what? I, we don't like this bait, so let's just not put them in our boxes, and then the yeah. conversation doesn't even exist. Like, yeah. we, we yep. snuff that stuff out way before we give it to our customers.
0: Absolutely.
2: Yep. I don't. I don't think you any any business is doing themselves any favors um, by cutting their customer base in half by. Um, you know, having that ego, like, you know, real these, tournament. Yeah, these theory. are tournament tests. That, like, I'm a tournament <laughs> rat, but I so also, I. I also, um, I also like take it as a personal, just part of my life to not judge people, but like, you know, some some guys will work their whole life and never be able to afford to buy a a bass boat still. So I don't judge people by where they fish or if they kayak fish or if they tournament fish, like, you know, like some people just don't come from money and, you know, like I live in Southeast Ohio, like I don't come from money. So um, I don't judge people that, you know, I don't care like if a guy just, you know, you'll, you'll get customers and they'll like almost apologize for just buying a couple jigs. I'm like, dude, I don't care if you buy a jig. Like, I'm I'm glad you're fishing. Like, All
1: right. so. If you, you want know. me to judge you while you're fishing, drop a bunch of fishing line on the ground and not yeah. pick it up. Yeah, that I will hear. make me judge you very quickly.
2: <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. All right, Jesse, yeah.
1: this is the last question I've got for you. All right. Since you grow, since you live on the Mistingham River, which is known as one of the, if not the number one river in Ohio for catfishing. Yes. If we were to design a catfishing subscription box, what baits would you put in it, (coughs) or what kind of rotten meats would you put in? Yeah, just man, you
2: know, like, dude, that's you know, you got, in my opinion like i usually fish for flatheads just because they're big and fun to fight um but there's a lot of channel cats in there too which are a little better eating but um flatheads it's hard to beat a live goldfish so you obviously can't package them but um,
1: we can we will we'll package live goldfish. Yeah. i i yeah.
2: think you could put a good catfish box there now channel cats and blue cats i think eat like cut bait a little bit more like stuff you could package and probably ship but you know starter pack for flathead fishing at least you need some you know some circle hooks i don't know like it may be like a two-aught three-aught i always used a like a six or eight inch steel leader too um just because sometimes those bigger ones can you know you got to play them a while they they can shear through even heavier line um and then some guys like flat weights so they don't roll with the current. Some guys like egg weights, but um, you know that'd be a, that'd be a good starter kit. I've always been a fan of the little little bell or the glow stick too, because you get to drinking a Ooh. few too many beers, you lose track, so you All get right. kicked back in that lawn chair, and you might see your little glow stick just jiggling up there on the bank. Well, when you're so done with the dark stick. You can just drink the glow stick. The
1: Dark Horse Tackle Catfish Series Box. We're going to go to a local fair, grab the goldfish that are inside of the.
0: You have to win them. You have to win them.
1: We'll put put those straight in our boxes. Jeez, dude. And we'll ship those out to all you catfishermen and women out there. Yeah,
0: that'll be a hit. We'll get. Oh, God. That should have been. You know what? Next April Fools will do something like that
2: dude on a serious note i have realized like and i haven't touched that market but catfishing and crappie fishing is a is a big market yes it is it is a big market and it's some walleye
0: guys man uh, yeah
2: walleye is too it's just and and that's things that excite me a little bit because i haven't even you know I'm, i'm straight bass still um but there's places to go. I just, I got to figure out, you know, which, you know, what I wanted to add or this or that, but yeah, uh, there's room to grow there for sure.
0: Well, so. I think the musky market is also pretty yeah. musky. Yeah.
2: Musky. Yeah. All yeah. the
0: fishing markets, man, that, the, all those trophy you know, yeah. style and uh, whether it's trophy style fish or eating style fish, um, the, the market's going to be huge.
2: Yeah, it um, is
0: if you ever make panfish fish baits, uh, you know, let us know.
2: Let yeah. Us know. It's uh it's on the, it's on the back burner here. I'm going to be moving to my new shop. Um, I'll probably be in there. Uh, I don't know. Mid May. I'll probably be settled in. Uh, and then probably, I don't know, probably have something <laughs> created by the fall and get ready to, you know get it rolling out in the spring it's just you got to start on stuff in the summer and fall for the next spring that's how was that help. new
1: shop jesse was that new shop purchased by the sponsors of this podcast Perhaps yeah, did, maybe it, dark was, tackle?
2: it was actually uh maybe a little bit but it was, it was mostly just purchased um I don't I don't even know the bank still owns it. So. Okay. Oh, So it was <laughs> the guys from Dark Horse Tackle. So I'm just saying this
1: that the, that the owners of Dark Horse Tackle will be in contact with you shortly about the purchase okay. of your new your new warehouse. We've got uh so a... congratulations.
2: It, it's nothing special. It's just the it's just a bigger pool building. So it'll yeah, give me about 300 more square feet to to add some more goodies cuz I've I'm about blown out of my little my little shop. I'm in here now, so it's You're all. You're doing
0: good, man. You're doing yeah, good. it's, uh, it's
1: we cool. rented we rented a garage inside of like a, a development, like a just like a series of garages, and we're just one by one knocking the walls down in between them all.
2: Really? Yep, they're That's gonna love us. Nice. Just
0: knock the walls down, dude. Nice. We'll own this place. We're yeah, gonna own, we're gonna own that building for two hundred dollars a month.
2: <laughs> that, you you guys, units. you guys keep it up. You'd be surprised what you'll earn in in eight or ten years. Seriously,
0: that's I have that feeling, man. One day we'll just look at the bank account and go, huh? We can we can buy another helicopter. There
2: we yeah. go. Private jet, whatever.
0: Yeah, well, we already have one of those. I I actually
2: have one for personal use. I, but- I want the first ride in that that wrapped uh would you say vexus dark horse boat brand yeah. new yeah uh, i want the that's first ride on that yeah yeah that's that's another one that's a pet peeve of mine that the, a lot of these guys that you know always wanting deals and oh it's a tax like they like it's free or something if it's a tax rate up, like it's oh it's, yeah like the government just gives me that, that money like i don't think people understand how tax write-offs work it's just a little little discount if anything but i don't um. but
0: we have, a two, <laughs> we have we have two f-150 raptors and a pallet an apache helicopter 17 distribution centers Man. FXs, a hundred thousand dollar basketball all tax write-offs we'll get that money back next week or next year sorry we'll get that money yeah. back next year uh and then we'll just do it again
2: yeah, there you go. And we'll just
0: give
1: them to our buddies like Jesse, and uh, we'll that's we'll a all tax write-off. That's great. That's a tax.
2: I, I would. I would love. I would be very appreciative of that, you guys. Be very yeah, we'll
0: get on it. I mean, we'll just we'll do it for Jesse. Um, look, man, I've got nothing else for you. Uh, but I appreciate it. It was a pleasure on. having you on tonight, buddy.
2: No, man. Thanks for inviting me guys. I, I'll do it anytime. Hopefully we can do it again someday.
1: Hell yeah. Wanna tell everybody where they can find you and how they can follow you on social media.
2: Yeah. Um, well, obviously the old, uh, Facebooks and Instagram, our Instagram has never really taken off, but TikTok's been good for us. Um, I think just cuz I'm an idiot probably more than anything but um you know I think that's really about it and then uh, blue dot com yep promo so, code
0: promo dark code. horse 10
2: promo code yeah. dark horse 10 I'll put um, that in the bio actually I just I just picked up a, uh, a, ce- a cellular phone for the business so I'll have a business phone number even here before long so and if you guys right.
1: spend a thousand dollars on Blue Rock Tackle, we will just we will ship Jesse this Apache tomorrow. <laughs> so
0: let's right off. That's make
2: it That's, That's right. Thank you, buddy, you for guys. Yep. Yeah, thank you, guys. You guys, we'll take it easy. Have a good weekend. Good luck tomorrow at Indian. Thank you, buddy. We'll see you guys. See you, Jesse.
0: See you, Jason.
1: Love see you guys.
0: You. Love ya.